Hey, it's the podcast. If you're a regular podcaster, you know that there is not a lot of chit-chat on Friday's podcast. So here's the podcast. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Getting to know you. This is an institution of learning, ladies and gentlemen. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. I'm a celeb is still on the telly. We are loving it. But just bear with me for a second. Ryan, who was originally on Married at First Sight, is on there. I'm Ryan Gallagher. I'm a trade. And he's been playing tonsil hockey with Charlotte. Done. Who was on Geordie Shaw years ago. Absolutely mortal. It was sad, though, because Ryan got voted out and had to leave his love behind. I have really fallen for Charlotte. I would love to uh, just see what happened outside of this. If we're not going to leave, he would never speak again, are we? No. But I live in England. I wouldn't not be against going over there. I learned he has it for her so bad, he's happy to wait. Are you going to stay in Africa until she gets out? I am, yeah. Hey, cutie. Yeah, he's, he wants to get away yeah. when she gets out. Oh, Matt and I, come on. He's in what? Australia watching her come out of the jungle two days after he leaves. He's like, ah, if I had stuck around, I had that sweet bungalow in Africa. I'll go with the romantic part. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's very, very lovely, different. Ryan. It's very lovely of you. You're a beautiful man. Yeah, beautiful yeah, man. such a gentleman. But when Charlotte joined us on the show, it really felt like maybe she's not as keen anymore. You said he's in the room next door. Can we just get one more on-air pash live in this interview from the two of you? Can you just run in and... I, I just can't do that. Can you, you, what about you kiss each other and pretend it was me? <laughs> Why don't you have a freeway kiss? Ooh. <laughs> I mean, if you're in. Who, who are you talking to? You <laughs> to us. Yeah, well, if I've asked Charlotte to do it, so it's only fair moving. that she you gives me. Over here. We kissed on stage at your roast. Yeah, I know. We kissed at R&B Friday. No, I think I'm done. Oh, wow. Oh, really? <laughs> your beard scratches. I will just kiss Abby, though, if she's interested. You're up, Tiger. Yeah, whatever. Jeez. <laughs> Oh, back to school week. So good. On Tuesday, we learnt the name that the teachers were hoping wouldn't be on their class roll. Yeah, two names in particular. Noah and Jaden. Noah and Jaden. The number one name is Jaden. Really? There you go. Brayden, Jaden, Hayden, Zayden. But you know what? As a teacher, it's so easy to put your teacher's voice on. Brayden, Zayden, Jaden, sit down. <laughs> It was also a big day for Abs. Her little boy Jagger was going into prep. Abby, you're at school now for Jagger's first day. Ah, uh, yeah, I am, and it's raining, which is pretty good because I am crying, and I've never cried before. <laughs> I didn't miss any, um, <laughs> but yeah. Before you know it, they've graduated and they're moving out. Yeah, and then they'll get a girlfriend I don't like and blah, blah. Don't worry, she won't uh, like you either. That's the way it works. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> she was worried about him, but we learned that he had a great day. Jagger, how was your first day at school? Good. What was your favourite part? Um, <laughs> going on the playground. What's your teacher's name? Mr Doyle. Mrs Doyle. Mrs. Doyle. Did she have to tell anyone off today? Yes. Was that you? No, other people's. Were you a good boy today? Yes. And did you learn anything? Yes. What did you learn? Um, I don't know. You don't Mom, know? I love you, Mum and Dad, and I got something for you. <laughs>
Don't fart on my head. That's gross. Yeah, it's not funny. <laughs> now let me take you back about uh, 12 months. Ashley Barty wins her maiden Grand Slam singles title. We asked if anyone out there knew her and we got pretty close. My husband, um, he played with her in the under 10s and he beat her. So he tells everybody now it's his claim to fame. Dan, good morning. Do you take the under 10s part out? <laughs> Definitely I take the under 10s part out because she was 10, but I was 16. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the score of the set? She won the first set and someone had to come pick her up early and she had to forfeit. So, uh, this is the best story I've ever heard. Fast forward a year and we thought it would be a great idea to surprise Ash with a rematch. She's the world number one. Game sets match. Party. Obliterating her opposition. Already seals the deal. All except one. Dan from Oxley. The rematch the world has been waiting for. Ash Barty versus Dan from Oxley. Ash. How you going? Nice to meet you. Good. Um, I don't know whether you remember me. We actually used to play together at Richland. There we go. So, yes, and I've been saying that I beat you one time. Did you? Yes. Did I beat you one time? Any times. Okay. Then that's all right, Dan. I'll take it. So, did Dan from Oxley take down world number one Ash Barty? <laughs> Come on, Dan. You spoke a big tall, mate. You're not doing anything. Of course he did it. That was good. I think I got my revenge, though, from when I was nine years old, so I'm happy with that. Oh, yeah, look, it never was going to be good. I was a bit rusty, yeah. A bit, a bit rusty, bit, mate. Bit Just a bit rusty. <laughs> Dan, you played three points, and you sound like you had a four-hour game. <laughs> <laughs> she improved much, Dan? Oh, yeah, de de definitely. Her forehand's come a long way. Um, <laughs> yeah. Got to work you... on your serve, too, buddy. Oh, I got, I got one serve in. <laughs> That's what I've learned this week, and you can catch up on all of it again in the podcast, hit105.com.au. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Can you make a hotline ring? You can ask us anything. We're going to pay your credit card bill at 7 o'clock. Quickly register, hit105.com.au. 131060, first calls, would love to chat to you. We did ask for Jadens um, because a lot of school teachers called up and said in their, in their classrooms, Jadens are always the naughty ones. Mm. We just wanted to test that. We do have Jaden. Morning. Good morning. How are you? We're good. Maddie, get the dump button ready. <laughs> are you a naughty Jaden or are you a good boy Jaden? Oh, it actually depends on what kind of class I was in at the time. Uh-huh, okay. So you were easily influenced? Um, not so much. I was the influencer when I was at school, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, right. So are you saying um, you start in the life cycle of a Jaden, you start <laughs> out bad, but then you come good at a certain age? Yeah, definitely. It's definitely the right, the right way to go about it. So what? you're a good boy now? Yes, definitely, 100%. What do you do for work now, Jaden? Um, I'm actually a labourer for um, uh elevator company at the moment. Oh, cool. So, hard, hard-working man. Yes, definitely. No criminal record? Uh, no criminal record, no. Why was there a pause? There was a pause there. <laughs> no, 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 we believe There was a pause. Yeah, yeah, there was a bit of a pause. It's my driving history that kind of got me yeah. into trouble. Oh, yeah, 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 that's fine. So what you're saying is that should we lay off, should we lay off the Jadens? Jadens aren't as bad as we've been, as people have been saying. Uh, at first, don't lay off them. On them. <laughs> Give them a bit of a hard time to make mm. them pull their head out of their butt a little bit. Yeah. But other than that, mm. they do come good. Yeah. Okay. You yeah. can always drop the den. 
J. It's just J. J, you Ooh. know, if you feel. Yeah. Or drop the J. Well, no, I think I hear what he's saying. He's saying go don't, hard on them first and they will become the good Jaden. Don't give up. If you give up on a Jaden, yeah. then they go bad, but they have the potential to be good. All right, so good on you, Jadens. We believe in you. Rachel and Kalanga, we've been looking for someone born on a leap year. Hi, good morning. When do you celebrate your birthday? We want to know most years. Okay, so mum has a theory that if I didn't come out on the 29th, it's always the 1st of March. So, yeah, 1st of March for me, though I did went to school with another girl who does the 28th of Feb, so I really think it's up to the parentals what they decided. And Maddie Maddie was asking, how does it work when it's your 18th birthday? Do you have to go to the bar? Can you go to the bar on the 28th or do you have to wait for the 1st? Is it on your birth certificate as the 1st? Um, no, it's still the 29th. Mm. I don't know, actually. Right. Great question. I can't even remember back that far. It was so long ago. No, it wasn't. It was only eight years. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember it, like, at my 18th, I was standing at the door of the nightclub from like quarter to 12 to hand, <sighs> over, hand over the ID and go in. And you guys would never be able to do that, would you? Mm, yeah, there are ways around that in New Zealand. Oh, wow. <laughs> there are I don't think many <laughs> girls waited until That's they were 18 and to when be I able to go that, in. Yeah. I celebrated my birthday and they thought it was my 21st because we'd been going there for a year and a bit. Wow. Yeah. Because they were like, what's a big deal? Why are you guys having a big party? <laughs> <laughs> so, if you're, so how old would you technically be? Because you haven't been, if your birthday is the 29th, if you only counted the times it was the 29th, how old would you be now? Okay, so this year I'm turning the big 10. Oh, double digits. Double digits. Got you your drink a lot for a 10-year-old. You should have a 10th birthday party. Mm. Like, you should have <laughs> what they would have. You should have a pony, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now, listen, we're not going to tell you this person's name, but they do work here at Hit 105. Mm. They don't want to be known because it's bad for business, but... Anonymous Hit 105 employee, you are in quarantine right now for the coronavirus. Hey, guys. I am. How's it going? Yeah, well, good. How's it going with you? <laughs> um, I'm fine on paper, but everyone's telling me I'm sick. So, um, But I, I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I'm having a cup of joe. No flu, no, no symptoms as, as of yet. So you're in isolation, obviously, just because you're over in China, so it's suggested to, but no illnesses. Did you come in contact with anyone that was? No. I was in Shanghai, which right. is about... Yeah, it's about 900 k's from where the outbreak was in Wuhan. <laughs> so, um, oh. so no, I didn't come in contact with anyone. But, <laughs> but just try not to cough while you yeah. talk, mate. It's yeah, just, it's just better. We wanted to know if you uh, do. You just get sick pay? Are you still getting paid? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so paid to work from home for two weeks. Great. So it's a dream. Not even coming out of your sick pay. You're just getting normal pay to sit there on the laptop. Yeah, pretty much. Sit there on the laptop and the phone and um, call a few people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> You Living made, the dream. You went to New York and we saw all the photos, so that's going to be pretty hard to... Went to Chinatown. Yeah, Chinatown, yeah. <laughs> but in, on a serious note, you are you were visiting family. Are your family okay over there? Yeah, Dad's still over there. Mm. He, he works over there. Um, he's fine as well. But um, it, it was all pretty chill when I was there, but he's still there and it's, it's getting pretty hardcore at the moment. Mm. Um, so, you can't sort of like go into a Starbucks or, or go into a grocery shop without... A mask on. Yeah, right. mm. When are they going to let you out and let you come back to work? Two weeks. So 14 days without, yep. yeah, seeing anyone. And right. So what day will you be back in here? We just want to know. So we've got our hazmat suits. Jeez. 
Next Friday. Okay. Next Friday. Next Friday. Oh, you get to come back yeah. on a Friday and then have the weekend. You live in the dream. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I love coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> Said no one ever. Mm. Yes. Yeah, no, no. I mean, it's terrible. Yes, yes. Good yeah, on you. Yeah, All good right. save. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. I finally moved out. Packing up and moving. Move out. As you know, I have a 17-year-old son, soon oh, to be 18, yes. What happens after 17? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in March. So um, the 28th of, of March, write that down in your calendar, by the way. We we're going go, out. I don't think we should go to the party. No, I don't think he wants us there. Why? No, no, the, he, well, his party's on the 4th of April. You guys are invited to his 18th no. birthday. I want to get an invite from him, not his dad. Mm. I want to be in the cool group, not with the family section. Oh, well, that's up. That's going to be up to you I'll when you him. get there. Yeah, you message him and find out. But you guys are invited to his 18th birthday. The weekend before is also going to be his first night out in the valley. Uh-huh. That I'll come to. Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to do that as well. And I said to him, are you sure you want me to come to that? Like, is that going to be for you and your friends? He said, um, are you going to pay? I said, if I'm invited, oh, yes, I will. <laughs> so... He might how, how Champagne's people? all round, boys. No, 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 for him. I'm not shouting you guys. <laughs> you sound like you're paying <laughs> no, for everyone. You sound like you're paying for everyone, though. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, I'm going to pay for him. Where's he going? Tonight. Okay. Where cool. is, I don't cool, know where to go. Where? Mm. Mm. where do you suggest? Oh, there's lots of bars and stuff in town. Yeah, yeah. There's a guy who hasn't gone out in years. Heaps. We'll follow him around, probably. Mm. Uh, but the other thing he's been discussing, um, and he's he's studying at James C Academy this year, so mm. he's going to be a uni student. But he said when he finishes that, he's like, oh, I want to, I'm going to start thinking about moving out. I'm like, okay, um, do you understand what that involves? He goes, yeah, just get a couple of mates and yeah. we'll find an apartment and we'll be good to go. I said, who's going to bring furniture? I said, I don't know, we'll work that out then. I said, you know, like, are you going to have enough money to pay for power? I said, well, how are you going to pick your flatmates? You need to remember that the relationships of flatmates are very different a family, mm. you know. Mm. He's like, oh no, it'll be fine, Dad. It'll be great. It'll be a good old time. Yeah. And I want to compile right now mm. from people who've been through the flatmate experience on thirteen ten sixty. I want to know your struggles of when you first moved out. Oh. What did you struggle through? Mm. So much. <laughs> like a privacy was hard. Because you kind of go, it's party, party, party. But if you're the time that doesn't want to party, mm. then you just look bad. So you're forced into party. Mm-hmm. I always thought that rent was like not like not compulsory. Compulsory. Not compulsory. <laughs> not like compulsory. if there were some weeks that you were struggling, it was they a suggestion. Would be, they would be a little bit more lenient. And yeah, I can tell you that eviction notices mm. come quicker mm. than you could possibly imagine. They don't even post them; they hand deliver them. It's That's n- my warning. It's not like when you owe your mate fifty bucks and you say, "Hey, I'll give it no. to you next week." No, no. The, no, you no, know, no, 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 no. LJ would, Hooker want it then. I would then. say lower your standards of living. Yes, especially like when, the food. Yeah, the food. When we, I moved out with my mate, Francie, we uh, didn't have any plates, so we used plastic uh, cutlery and plates, which did cut down on the dishes time, mm-hmm. um, But you, and we had one pot. And what did you cook with? <laughs> <laughs> the pot. <laughs> All right, shower beavers was my biggest thing. Sh- uh, what? Shower beavers. Because I lived with a, a girl first, and then my mate who I lived with second had long hair, mm. oh. and the the sink plug. Mm. Well, that's getting you ready for later in life, though. Just like I, I couldn't believe you'd mm. see like you would see one strand of hair on the sink plug, and you just pick it out, and then like a meter of hair Didn't would you just. Share- 
bathroom with your sisters, though? And your mum? Didn't you have any of your mums or sisters, Beavers? Yeah, but you got to remember, mum mm-hmm. cleaned. When oh, you're in as a as a roommate, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know you, you're not you. cleaning as free. Mm. You're the one doing the cleaning. Mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. my friend, is a struggle. The washing. Mm. And toilet paper becomes an argument. Mm-hmm. Oh, if a guy has to say to me one more time that I lived with, I do my poo at work, so I'm not contributing <laughs> for the toilet paper. Are you serious? But that's fair enough. I'm like, you're using it for other things. Don't give me that. <laughs> 13, 10, 16. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just took me straight out, back the secrets there. out. <laughs> 13, 10, 16. The struggles of moving out. Mm. I'm compiling this to play to my son so he knows what he's in for. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. I finally moved out. Packing up and moving. Move out. Putting together a list right now for my 17-year-old son who thinks after he wraps up his uh, uni course that he's going to just head out. It's going to be sweet. He'll be living the life. Him and his mates, flatting. But everyone knows who's been there for the first time that it is hell. You are allowed to move back once, I believe, if you move out. You're uh, allowed to go, wasn't for me yet. It depends. I have plans for the bed. He's got the biggest bedroom you don't, downstairs. You're such a liar. You're always going to have a room for him. I was going to turn it into a media room. That has space for a bed in case my widow boy wants to 13, come home. 13, 10, 60, <laughs> what do you want to add to the list? And Matt in Alex Hills, what did you find out when you moved out of home? Look, uh, I moved in with my two best friends uh, at the time and it literally tore us apart. So my advice would probably be not to move in with your best friend. Yeah, mm. so true. Yeah. What was the issues? Um, just, you know, you learn you learn things about people when you live with them that you didn't know. And, uh, you know, just, just how messy some people can be. Mm. Uh, and it really gets on your nerves. And that does take a toll on a friendship. Did you, once you moved out from each other, did you become mates again? Or that was the end um, of it? Yeah, it sort of was never really the same, you know. Um, you sort of learn those things about those people and go, oh, you know, you're, you're a bit grubby. I don't know about you. <laughs> yes, I yeah. believe that. You just can't see them in the same light. And in Bribe Island, what do you want to add to the list? Um, well, I moved out about 19 for the first time with this girl that I worked with. Uh, so I thought I knew her pretty well, but I didn't. She was quite bossy mm. and rude and um, just a bit selfish when it came to, like, washing clothes. Like, she would wash her all, all of her clothes and none of mine. Um, and we had, like, a single garage and it was always a battle of who was going to park in the garage and not out on the street. Um, so you never decided yeah, I, who would pay the extra rent for the garage? We always did that when there was an ensuite. You always had to pay more rent. But when you think you get along well with someone, you don't think of all those things. No. You're like, we're good friends. It's all just going to come naturally. Mm. So you don't think about all yeah. those rules until you move in with another person and you go, I've learned. By the way, we need to get a cleaner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I had a uh, couple I lived with and they had this ugly rug that I hated. They left it out. In, they always put it down on the floor in the lounge room. Mm. So they would go to work. I would roll it up and put it in the cupboard. By the time I'd gotten home, they'd put it back out, roll it back out. We never, never spoke of it for six months. We <laughs> never spoke about the rug. We just continued every day for six months to put it in the cupboard and pull it back really, out. Really, you would have wow. the biggest complaint of an ugly rug. Ugly oh, it, rug. Was, it was living disgusting. with a couple, nothing else, nah. nothing of the noise of the mess or anything. But I just feel like the decor was. Oh, there. it was disgusting. <laughs> It was na- if you saw the rug, yeah. you'd be on my side. Okay, all right. Nicholas in Regent's Park, rugs aside, what are some of the uh, issues about moving out? Yeah, mate, I recommend just don't move out. Period. <laughs> because when I moved out, yeah, I had to sell my TV to pay for my car. Mm. I had no rent money, and all this other sort of stuff happened. 
and don't move out of home. You got to spend as much time as you can with your loved ones because the coronavirus is in Australia right now. <laughs> yeah, all right. So when you moved back, did your parents say I told you so, or they just went, "That's all right, we were expecting it"? Well, I've I've moved back with my old man twice, so he sort of needs to get rid of me. So mm. yeah, right. So you're you're living there now. When what's yeah? What, living- you're 24. What age are you expecting to move out? Uh, well, I hopefully soon, but it's not going to happen because there's a lot of stuff going on in Australia right now, and I want to spend a lot of time with my loved ones. Yeah, see, what Nicholas is doing here is he's building his case. So what he, when his dad says, why are you moving out, he's just trying to use the coronavirus plus, as an excuse. That sounds better when you're dating. Why are you living at home? Oh, with everything going on, I want to spend more time with my, my loved ones. So you're living at home only for because I love them. Only until my bunker's complete. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Australia's biggest social experiment is back. Married at first sight. Married at first sight. Your news feed is about to be full and your husband's getting to pretend like he doesn't watch it, but he does. John Aiken, married at first sight, relationship specialist. You guys are back on Monday at 7.30. We certainly are, guys, and there'll be a bit of everything for everyone in there. Will there be love, John? Oh, there's always a bit of love because the whole experiment is based on a fairy tale. So we've got to have love stories in there. Mm. Otherwise, it's just uh, it's car crash. I think we you don't a... want that. <laughs> well, we, didn't, we did have an ex- success last year. Mm-hmm. Um, Martha and Michael are still together. Martha and Michael are still together. Cam and Jules took it to another level and got married. Yep, they did. And uh, we have Erin and Bryce from, I think, Series 3. So we've actually got three couples that are still together. Uh, from this uh, this experiment over six seasons. From last year, John, do you still keep in touch with Inez and just see where she's at, you know, here and there? <laughs> you know what, the, the individuals, the participants that go on this uh, on this experiment, they tend to go off and do their own thing afterwards. Yeah, okay. uh, so if we bump into them, we're always great to say hello, but uh, generally speaking, we don't have a lot to, to do with them mm. after it finishes. Are we still calling it an experiment? Like, you've said that five times already now, isn't it? It, it is what it is now, isn't it? Well, look, I tell you what, it's an experiment in the fact that we don't know what's going to happen <laughs> when we true. press play yeah. and we put them in there for ten weeks. Yeah. Uh, it's unpredictable, and this year, look, there are three big bombshells that go off mm-hmm. that we haven't seen before. Uh, we've got our first lesbian couple getting married, and also Lizzie's coming back from last year, so plenty to sink your teeth into. You guys were on the hunt for someone transgender this year. Did that not go through because there wasn't anyone suitable? or It's very hard to, uh, like, for instance, the lesbian couple this year. You know, In previous seasons, we've tried to get uh, a match, but the pool of people just wasn't there. So every year we're looking for more diversity uh, and a greater pool of people. We had 15,000 apply this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. Hopefully we get more and more, uh, and that allows us to sort of create different matches. It must be hard to sort through the people that just want to be Instagram famous because you know that so many of them become famous from it. Mm. Uh, Jessica with a K does really well. We talk about Inez. <laughs> is, is that getting harder for you, or is there one thing that you look for that you can just tell? Oh, look, uh, look to be honest... Anyone who's looking to find love over 10 weeks on a number one reality show Mm. in front of 2 million people a night, there is a part of them that can cope with TV and notoriety. That's all there uh, with all of them. But uh, what we're really looking for is, you know, their um, drive to find love, what their backstory is, uh, and, and also they've got to be different, whether it's ages and looks 
or cultures. So there's all sorts of things that we we look at above and beyond whether they can cope with the cameras during the experiment and afterwards. Now, you're not just a relationship specialist on the telly. You've got your own practice and you do it as a job in the off-season. Is there ever a couple that you meet where they come in and you can just tell they're there to fix things but you know they shouldn't be together? Like, are you allowed to say, actually, you guys should break up? You wouldn't go so far as to tell them exactly that. What you'd say is, look, you're talking to each other with real hostility. There's contempt there, personal attacks. Mm. You know, you're drinking lots of alcohol. You're now having affairs. All of these are ingredients that would say to me that you're going to break up. So unless you turn this around fast and do things differently, you're not going to last. So that's how you'd put it to them. Do you reckon every couple can find a way to turn it around if there was love there in the start? Yeah, I, I think they, they can do it, and couples consistently surprise me along the way, but uh, they've really got to be motivated because you just can't cruise along and keep doing old patterns that hold you back. You've got to shake it up and be motivated, and that's where it falls over for a lot of people. It gets too hard, and even in the experiment, you know, something like lack of chemistry, you know, they can bail very early. Because, I, you know, Esther and I have had recently, we've been communicating really badly. Esther's my wife, by the way, John. Um, yes. We went through like a little phase where everything turned into an argument. And we, even when you weren't... But that's the contempt as well. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, when nothing had happened, it just mm. seemed to be for some point in our relationship, everything felt like an attack from each person either way. Even when nothing's yeah. happened, how do you work through that? Like, what are the things you can say to each other that stop the the rub, you know? Well, look, I'm going to put it down to this. What you want to tell her is, uh, Esther, I miss you. Oh. And when you say that, she's going to soften and she's going to probably say exactly the same thing. You know what? I haven't seen you for ages. You're working too hard. We don't connect as often as we used to and now we're just arguing any chance we get. So what you do is kick it off by saying you miss her and then after that, you, you say, right, let's let's uh, make a priority to start connecting on uh, little things throughout the day. And what you're going to find is you're going to stop arguing and you're going to uh, get that connection going again. That's good. That Ooh. would get me. Does that work with you. work, mates? <laughs> it just yes, worked it for me with John. By the way. I was like, <laughs> I miss you too, man. It might be a bit creepy, man. but Going into contract negotiations. <laughs> yeah. Damon, I'm, I've missed you. Hey, well, John, hang there one second. When we come back, um, we've actually got some of the questions that were asked to the contestants this year. We're surprised by them. We want to get your vibe on them, okay? Beautiful. Can't wait. All right, stand by. John Aiken, the Married at First Sight Relationship Specialist, is on the air. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Two. Australia's biggest social experiment is back. Married at First Sight. Married at First Sight. Yeah, 7.30 Monday kicks off again. Um, And right now we're talking to John Aiken. He is one of the Married at First Sight Relationship Specialists. Hey, I I tried to get one of the girls here at work to apply. So I have um, an application for... And I just wanted to run through a couple of the questions that they asked because I was a bit surprised. And I know that you're not initially involved with the casting. You get a pool of people and then you need to pair them up. Yeah. Um, But one of the first questions in it, I'm going married at first sight, Mm. is what is your current relationship status? Is it single, married, partner, steady boyfriend or girlfriend, divorced or widowed or other? Well, we're covering all bases there, aren't we? <laughs> you know, we're just, uh, <laughs> Would you take someone we're just that was trying married? to get a bit of a back? 
Yeah, well, that, that's right. If, if you're going on it and you're still married and uh, still living at home, then that is a problem. <laughs> but generally speaking, uh, what I'd say is that, uh, yeah, they try and get as much background information as they can, particularly, uh, you know, if you've been married, if you've got kids, um, you know, a gay, lesbian relationship. They're just trying to get a, a feel for, because we, we're looking for very different stories from everybody that comes into it. Yeah, because it did seem like it was a focus, and I know people have come out and said that they were asked about whether they would be happy to to marry someone transgender. And on the application form, it did sort of say, "Please advise the type of person you're matched with that you want to be matched with: opposite sex, same sex, transgender, intersex, or other." Or you can list more than one option. But then they kept going yep. on to find out a background about whether they've ever been with someone with transgender. Is I know you say it's trying yep. to get a divi- diverse. But would have that been up front at the start of who they were marrying? Uh, would it have been up front? I mean, I, mean, I think... I mean, I, I don't know all the ins and outs of uh, all of the production yeah. side of things. But, what, you know, we, and we see... Because there's 15,000 that apply. So you, you kind of... We're only seeing the cream of the crop. Mm. Um, but I, I guess at the end of the day, what they're trying to do is... is um, you know, get as much as they can uh, from uh, the people that are applying and then looking at what's available. I mean, we have our first lesbian couple this year. We didn't have it last year because we just simply didn't have the pool of people. And these questions are trying to get... We assume this is the information that you're using to pick the people. So we're like, we think, John, that you're writing these questions down, going, get me one of these. Yeah. Yeah, well... That, that, these are questions that probably, you know, you, you best be uh, asking in production because uh, mm. they'll be able to give you a greater view of all of the uh, procedures before they get to us. We really put you on the spot always, don't we, John? He loves coming on here. Oh, you always do, but that's, you know, that's fine. I mean, people want to know, you know, what happens, how they get to us and yeah. uh, why we match them and all that sort of stuff. One yeah. more thing I will ask you about, and it did say if you've got any medical um Condition and it does say including mental illness within the last five years. Has that become more of a concern with you because of the contestants after they leave, if they're not seen in a light, a light that they expected, they do say it's mental illness? And I'm sure as a professional you get concerned of that. Oh, look, we, we've always had that as a number one priority right from day yeah. one of series one. So uh, we know that we're dealing with matters of the heart mm-hmm. and therefore people can get triggered and, and there's a lot of uh, deep feelings that get involved. And so uh, we have teams that support them before, during and after um, the experiment. And also on top of that, we have uh, social media teams that prep them before they go in and support them throughout because that's a major part of it now that can be not just brutal for the participants but also for the experts. Is it true that there is a hotline specifically for them? They get given a phone number that's a helpline just for the contestants to call after? Yeah, yeah, they have they, they have uh, full teams that are that are supporting them twenty four seven. It's very very important, and it's a key part of the show, and, and it's something that we take very seriously and have done right from, you know, the first series. 
Well, John, uh, we know you're a busy man this morning, so I think we've grilled you enough. We'll let you go, and we'll be talking to you uh, very soon. Thanks for coming on, buddy. Nice to talk to you. Looking forward to it, guys. Enjoy the series. <laughs> no, you not. can breathe now. You know we're big fans. We get very invested. We love you. <laughs> there love he is. You too, yeah, he's gone. John. He's gone. He's gone. Oh, he's Miss you. Yeah. John Aiken, Married at First Sight Relationship Specialist. It is back. It's the biggest show in the country. Married at First Sight, 7.30 Monday. Stab Abby and Matt. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. On Monday, uh, we're going to play Alpha Bucks. We give you the letter to practice for Alpha Bucks. If you're a regular podcaster, you know at this point in the podcast, we don't have the letter and it usually just no, says do. team. It's L, L, L for Larry. Woo! Oh, it's a new year. There you go. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Our producer just gave you that F you, bitch. Oh, well, consistency is key. We'll see what happens next Friday. At Keystar Auto World, you're the star. Seven big brands and four big locations in the Moreton Bay region. Staff, Abby and Matt's $10,000 Alpha Bucks. Alpha Bucks. You know the game plays at 8 o'clock every morning for $10,000, but at 6.30 and 7.30 we reveal answers. So... Listen all morning to make it easier to win some sweet, sweet cash. Jamie from Yatla, have you been listening for sweet, sweet cash to find some answers? I've, I've, I've got the letter, but I haven't got the... The answers. No. Right. So, you know, so you know that it's it's O for Oscar? O for Oscar. Yep. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, good luck. You know that you get $50 for each correct answer, and if you can't think quickly, you do say pass, and you can't yep. repeat the same answer. Too easy. Thank you very much. All right. Let's do this. All right. Let, okay. We'll do it then, Jamie. Let's do it. Your time will start when I finish the first question, which is, name something you eat at breakfast time. Oat. Name something that's hot. Pass. Name an adjective. Pass. Name a music group. Pass. Name a subway topping. Onion. Name a US city. Ottawa. Name something you can wear. Pass. Name a genre of music. Opera. Ooh, Ooh, yeah, I'll give you opera. You got opera? Now, yeah. Is yeah. Ottawa oh, Canada? Canada. I didn't get any there. That yeah. was hard. <laughs> <laughs> so what did we get? $200. No, 150 oh, 150 Oh, okay. Thank you. $150. Well, there's a few, few you yeah, passed on quickly. Uh, saying that's hot, you could have had oven. Um, you could have had old as an adjective. Uh, music group, Oasis, or One Direction. Um, a US city, you could have had Orlando. And something you wear, you could have had overalls. Overall, too. Yeah. Bad luck. Or a one-piece swimsuit. You sound like a one-piece swimsuit kind of guy, Jamie. More a budgie smuggler's fan. Yeah, yeah, that's still one piece, baby. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. I've had enough. I'm pretty sure Stab's had enough. And our listeners here. have definitely had enough. Enough is enough. They deserve better. Mm-hmm. And we need to know where your commitment lies. Matthew, because you have made some big statements and they're all with sporting, Mm -hmm. we would say, and we have requested for you not to support who you do. Because if you remember last year going into um, the football um, finals, you made this statement. I reckon that the Lions will win the grand final and the Broncos will win the grand final. 2019 is a year that everyone's going to get tattooed. Uh-huh. Yeah, you went on and on and on and on about it. We think we can remember that, obviously, the Broncos last game. Oh, Ugh, God. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the Lions were doing so well until you decided to Jumped support them. Jumped on the them. bandwagon. And well, then it, was, it was disappointing. I was keen to get a tat. After you screwed that up and they were out, you said this. 
I reckon the Raiders have got it, mate. Yeah, oh, no. Can I, can no, I... can you go for the other team, mate? Because yeah, you went for the Lions and yeah, you said the Broncos. So go for another team yeah. so that Jason yeah, can actually win. Yeah, go for the other team, mate. Yeah. Yeah. It had you... been years for them. I, I, I like the idea of a sporting fairy tale. Yeah, but you didn't, though. You kept backing them. We said, we requested, said, do not support them. And you went, nah, I'm going to. And you went even harder. And then yesterday you made this about our local girl. Ash Barty, the Ipswich local. She's going to be the first woman in like 23 years to win mm. the Australian Open. First Ooh. Australian woman. I hope uh. this is a new you because last year when you backed something, it wasn't great. Yeah, yeah that's so, true. Yeah, it's true. You're like a reverse psychic because obviously we all know the terrible news of what happened yesterday afternoon. Kenan breaks Aussie hearts. Not the performance Barty would have wanted today. Her first Grand Slam semi-final at home and the pressure, it was immense. I don't see any sort of consistent link between any of we those losses. We don't want your support. Don't we support don't us. want it. I've said to you, I sent you a text saying, go for the Cowboys. I don't Ooh. care. Go for any team, but not the Broncos. And if you could please, I don't want to hear any support for the Lions. I don't want you to bring them down. Don't go the opposite way and throw your bum in the corner and do, oh, I'm going to be, oh, boo them. Just don't support them. Just, you know, neutral. Just back, yeah, neutral would be neutral. great. Neutral. I, think, I mean, go for go. For, maybe say, oh, maybe this is going to be a, a New South Wales win for game. Yeah, use Logan. your powers for good instead yes. of evil. Okay, Support so hang on, hang on. 97.3. Okay. Go yeah. for it, man. I have been for the last three years. No, I'm you a haven't. sleeper You've agent. You've been supporting us, and I just I want you to support other teams. Mm. Lock okay. them in. Okay, Trump, so hang on. Support Trump. <laughs> I, I, he actually does. I Wait a minute. This is, <laughs> oh, my God, this is confusing. But just... No, what, 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 happens, what happens is when I support something, You're the bad things happen. Yes, absolute kiss of death. Okay, so let me get the, let me get this straight <laughs> yes. because you kind of said a few things there. Yeah. Do you want me to bag to, them out? You know, you want me to barrack for the opposite of what yes. what we Go want. Go for the Suns. Suns are good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Get a tattoo of the Suns. <laughs> yeah, calm down. You've got to 100 commit. Calm down. Calm down. I, just, I want calm you down. to come to. I want you to come to the Lions games with me. Okay. But not, not and go for the other team. Okay. Hundred percent. Okay. So it, when when um, the Lions play Collingwood, wear a Collingwood jumper. Yes. Oh, you've got it. Okay. It's not that you've hard. Got it. Okay. <laughs> you've right. got it. If you right. want, you can get a sticker of another radio station on your car. Mm. Okay. All, all all of the other ones. Right. I wear wear like, one of their t-shirts, one of their hats. I feel like though the um the power is through the the broadcast of it. Once it's been broadcast to the people, that's uh-huh. when it happens. Okay. okay. So maybe I just make some statements. Make some. Here we go. Oh, okay. Yep. All right. And here if any go. if anyone needs anything, yeah, you know, the producer booth or, or get yep. Yeah, mm. okay, here we go. I think mm. this year mm. New South Wales mm-hmm. will whitewash Queensland in the origin. It'll be a three straight whitewash uh-huh. from yeah. New South Wales. Stand, stand by that. About. That must have been hard to say. Oh, I got a little bit of vomit. But yeah. that's, okay, it's but, okay because now you've, now, yep. ironically, yeah. you are supporting yeah, yeah. Queensland. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, Nova and 97.3 mm-hmm. will be the best radio stations in Brisbane ratings <laughs> <laughs> this year. That hurt. Dual number one? Would you say? Uh, who knows? Who, well, you who know. Knows? Well, either, either you know or you don't. Would you, would you back them for that? Yeah. Of yes. course, course you would. Yeah. Of course you would. <laughs> oh, this feels. Right. feels you would. So, I feel so dirty. Can you just do yeah. one more for the AFL for me? What do you? What do you? Um. Mm. Uh, I combine it with who you reckon's going to win the finals for NRL and AFL. I reckon mm. mm-hmm. uh, this year mm. that um, the Adelaide Crows will win. Mm-hmm. Yep. The AFL Grand Final. God, it's yep. going to be a different yep. world out there, isn't it? Yep, yep. Yeah. And uh, here's one on a personal level. Okay. I reckon that this year mm. is going to be the best year 
for everyone in our team's relationships. Your relation, wait. your wait, wait, oh, no, 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 so now someone's going to be breaking up with us. We're all going to be we're all going to be no, single, and all the other radio stations are going to be above us. <laughs> <laughs> well done, kiss of death. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Uh, mm. Let's let's do a bet again. Who's going to get divorced? Let's Remember do- when we did that? That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows it would be me before anyone else. Uh, D last song. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. I was in at the office here at work last night because I was hosting um, the AFLW, the Brisbane Lions, launch last night that was here. So it's a bit of a different time, and I can tell you it's a different vibe being here than when we get here at, you know, 4.30 in the morning. Mm. So it was 6.30 at night, right? Yeah. And I was sitting at my desk, and I could hear the girl behind me, and someone said, oh, what are you doing? And she goes, oh, I don't know. I'm just waiting. Maybe we'll go for dinner tonight. My husband. I was like, oh, my God. What? Maybe they'll just go for dinner. Mm. And they don't know if they're going for dinner in the city. They might just go for dinner. Mm. And they're just going out on a Thursday night. Because they can. And it just sounded so cool. Mm-hmm. And I sat there and I thought, at what point did I lose just doing things spontaneous? And it's not kids. You can't blame kids. Oh. But there is a certain point in your life when you give up being spontaneous. When's the last time we ever said, let's just go for lunch? Yeah, today? No worries, let's do it. We don't. We book things in. Yeah, we, we do. When Whenever we want to catch up on a weekend for like a barbecue, it usually takes us about three months to mm. pick three a day. Three months in advance. You've already sent an invite for your son for his birthday, and rightly so. That's mm. what happened. But I can't make that, point? by the way. Wait, I haven't... <laughs> <laughs> when did we get so... Kids. It is kids. It's completely kids. I don't think... And everyone was just so cool. Like, they mm. just do things. And she's like, I might just have high tea the next day. I picked Parente up, our um, uh, internet guy, to go see a movie uh, on March, Tuesday night. And I said, what have you done today? And he goes, I'm not going to lie. I had a 45-minute nap. He just woke me up. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. You could nap if you want to. No, you can't. Why? Because Rory was at home. I can't nap when my kid's at home. She's at school. That's the whole thing. You can't. This is my it's thing. Six you o'clock at night. Do wow. it. She's not at night school. You can do it. No, you the can't. Day. You can't. You're no, busy. you think you can't. This is the whole thing. You <laughs> think you can't because you get obsessed with being busy and we like to plan, but we could still be spontaneous. I went home and I was like, I know it's not Friday and Friday's a lock-in night, but this is tonight. Spontaneous. Yeah, but it's, yeah. It felt good being spontaneous, and I just think we should do it. So I'm just going to randomly throw it on you guys sometime. Like, hey, let's go Let's go for a drink. Um, was, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, sure. cool. I, I mean, as long as you when right I know when I'm free. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> check, my, check with my wife. Yeah. That's the other thing. I've realised that I, I won't do anything mm. now without checking with Esther first. And, you know, mates don't go, oh, whipped, whatever. <laughs> it's not because Esther will say no. It's just I know there's probably something else already written on the calendar, mm. so you just got to check. And I, I, I have no fear of saying, nah, my wife said no. 
And well, once you once you've accepted that you've become a loser, you can't say your wife then said you're no. Why? Because that makes her that that's like she, she's saying that she, she won't let you out. No, nah, Scotty will say that. Yeah. Mrs. said can't. Busy. Yeah, and that's what I. It's that's got what the I whole say. calendar. Yeah, and it's ball like, and chain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mrs. put her foot down. But the the whole calendar's just filled up, and mm-hmm. I just don't know when everyone became like that. Is there a point where you give up on everything and you just become scheduled? And it's stressful, and mm. you plan everything to the last minute. And I just go, there's no reason why you can't just go, we should just do something. We I, could just go for lunch. And I know you say you can't, but you can because school pickups until 2.30. Can't do lunch today. i got training. You That's what, what everything's planned. You know what else happens around that time of when you hit that point in your life? Yeah. You start doing things because they're more convenient. You get more convenient haircuts. Yes. Mm. You get sensible shoes. Yes. Mm-hmm. You get clothes that can be either work attire or weekend attire. That's just what, That's what you, you become. And then you book in events two months in advance, and when it gets to it, you hope that person will cancel. It's, it's true. It's What's true. The, what, what do you want from us? Just like, like, it doesn't all stress you out. Like this person. Because I know where I'm supposed to be at any given time. I think for men it's different. (laughs) She just sounded so cool. She just didn't know what she was going to do tonight. How old was she? She, I don't know. Like young. Is she 30? You can just like, is she young? Lauren. Oh, Loza. Was it her? Yeah. Yeah, they always do cool stuff. They do, don't they? They're a cool couple. They don't have kids. He works in the mines. They no, got he's back here now. Yeah, but he's still on mine money. I, I'm jealous of him. Every, every like, Wednesday he goes to golf, her husband. Look, she's just spontaneously it, come, walked come into in the Lauren. studio. You know what? We do hate you and, and your... You're just cool and you're, you're spontaneous and stuff, aren't you? Oh, look, it's my husband. He is fabulous. Yeah. Did you just go out for lunch, dinner last night? We did, and I didn't know we were going to. I was, um, you know, getting ready to finish up work and head on the train and what? Uh, my husband goes, no, no, meet me in the city. Where'd you go? Um, <laughs> we went to this cute little, it's like a beer bar place. I've never been to it. It's like in the middle of the city. Oh, you went to a place you've never been before? That's what they do. Um, was it busy? Uh, no, it wasn't, but it was like super cute. I yeah, reckon it'll get um, quite good on a Friday. What time did you get home? Like that. Uh, nine, around nine. What did you do when you got <laughs> home? <laughs> What'd you do? You don't want to know about that spontaneity, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they don't they don't have lock in dates, but oh. See? Just be spontaneous. Say to your wife, we'll take you out for lunch today. Do I'll tell you what, do I, it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take my wife out to dinner tonight. So can someone look after my kids? Abby will. She wants you to be spontaneous. Book a babysitter. <laughs> she got this nothing is on. The whole thing. She's got you nothing on. There is an app now you can book a babysitter last minute. Oh. It's just that you don't want to. What are you doing tonight? <laughs> what are you doing? She doesn't I, know. Look, I don't know. Oh. She doesn't make it. We're spontaneous. We're spontaneous. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Hey, that's the podcast, everyone. Go out there and do something spontaneous. Enjoy yourself. That's <laughs> as spontaneous as it's I can be like in a here. a good spontaneous thing. You're not liking it, are you? You're not liking the spontaneous thing? No, I just, yes, I'm loving the spontaneous thing. Oh, <laughs> It's so good. Said with so much passion. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. All righty. Later. Stab, Abby, and Matt. Stab, Abby, and Matt.